Welcome to Words of Comfort and Joy. I'm Katherine Carr, and I'm glad you've joined me today. Through the month of January, we are looking at the word hope. And today, we want to look at our baptism and see how we can have hope through baptism. Today, we celebrated in church the baptism of our Lord when he was baptized in the Jordan River. And he, even though he was perfect and sinless, was baptized for us. He was baptized because it was, as he told John, fitting the thing to do, the correct and proper thing to do, because Jesus came to fulfill the law. I think back to the baptisms of my children, and I also think back to my own baptism. Well, I don't remember it, but I've been told the story many times. As I shared with you, my sister, who was born a year after I was, did not live because we have a blood disorder. We found this out, or they found it out, I guess. I didn't find out anything. I was newborn. I found it out when I became very jaundiced in the hospital just a few hours after my birth. They said that I had a blood disorder, um, an ABO incompatibility. So my parents' blood were A, B, and O, and apparently they were incompatible with each other, and therefore um, the children could have these serious problems, which we already know later we found out was very serious because my sister actually did not live. But as soon as I was born, well, within about a day, um, I was in need of a blood transfusion. And so my parents wanted me to be baptized before I had the blood transfusion. So the pastor came and baptized me in the hospital. I went through the blood transfusion and then I was fine. And several weeks later, when everyone was able to go to the church, um, we had, they had what they called a, like, they went through the baptism, rite of baptism, except for the actual baptism, because that had been done. And we know there's only need for one baptism, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, as it says in the Bible. And then they could take the nice pictures and have the remembrances and also be um, a witness to all of the people who were there to see my baptism. And I know that there were pictures taken, and I've seen those pictures, and it's, um, I know it was a wonderful day for my parents. My brother also had to be baptized um, he had his blood transfusion right away, like right after he was born. It was scheduled since my sister, who was between us, did not live. And so my parents wanted to make sure he was baptized as well. Well, my husband and I had our first child, and he was baptized on the first Sunday after getting out of the hospital. I actually went home on a Sunday from the hospital with him, and he was baptized the following Sunday. And it was a beautiful day. Uh, in in a cold, cold month in February. And my father was able to baptize him because my husband was not a pastor yet. And then several years later, our daughter was born, and we had her baptized on Father's Day, which was a very, very special and beautiful day because a year earlier on Father's Day, we had suffered a miscarriage that I have spoken about in a previous podcast. So we had the joy and 
um, wonderful, wonderful day of her baptism. And then several years after that, our third child was born, and my husband had planned to have a big uh, celebration of baptisms. And so we were planning to celebrate all of the people's baptisms and um, had even scheduled two baptisms, our child who had yet to be born, and another little child who I think was about six months old and the family was getting her baptized. And um, unfortunately, our child, our third child, decided to come 10 days late. And therefore, instead of being two weeks old, he was about five days old at his baptism, which was fine. Um, But I had just had my third child and it was five days later. And I was standing for the pictures right afterwards. And then we were all going to be headed over for the big congregational dinner to celebrate baptism and have this big, wonderful time. And we had all the family there. And I had a little, you know, two other little children running around. And so we're standing, taking the pictures. And I remember about the only thing I remember from that day, other than being extremely tired, was the fact that I knocked the baptismal font over. Oh, I was horrified. Uh, It was thankfully after the service, during the time of pictures, and uh, I'm sure some of the people who are listening to this remember, remember that, um, oh, it was just, oh, I felt so bad. But people were able to excuse me because I had just had a baby. (laughs) Well, back to baptism and the hope that we have through baptism. As we think about our Lord's baptism and we remember his baptism, uh, let's take a look at the words that Paul wrote to the Colossians in chapter 2, where he is talking about our faith. And he says, having been buried with him, meaning Christ, having been buried with Christ in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it, to the cross. And this is such a beautiful, beautiful truth to know that we are buried with Christ. Our sins are buried and then we rise again with Christ. Our baptism gives us that beautiful hope and the beautiful comfort and definitely beautiful joy. One of the hymns that we will be singing on this remembrance of Jesus' baptism is the hymn called, O Love, How Deep. And this hymn talks about God's love, which is so beautiful. It's so deep, how broad, and it's so high. It is beyond all of our thought and fantasy. Verse 3 says, For us baptized, for us he bore, his holy fast and hungered sore, talking about the things that Jesus did for us. He was baptized and he was tempted in the wilderness and he was fasting. 
continuing in the verse, for us temptations sharp he knew, for us the tempter overthrew. And continuing then in verse 6, for us he rose from death again, for us he went on high to reign, for us he sent his spirit here to guide, to strengthen, and to cheer. As we think of the baptism of our Lord, and as we also think of the comfort and joy that is given to us through our baptism, we also know that through baptism we have the hope, that is the assurance, the anchor, and the promise of eternal life. Jesus gave his great commission to his disciples. In the book of Mark, chapter 16, we read Jesus' words, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. So we know we have the assurance through faith in Christ that through our baptism we are buried with Christ and our sins are buried and we rise with him forgiven and free, free from the condemnation that our sins brought us. And we can have hope, the hope of eternal life through Christ and so today, as you think of the baptism of our Lord, think also of your baptism. And if you are not baptized and you desire to be, please contact your pastor at, at your local church or contact a pastor of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and you can be taught the truths of the Lord and then baptized into the faith as you learn. And so I want to leave with you the words of hope that have been given to us. My hope is built on nothing less, says the hymn writer, than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Thanks for joining me today on Words of Comfort and Joy. And may you continue to have hope throughout this month and throughout your life. Mm -hmm.